Hi, this is Leslie, and this is Tripping Down Leslie Street. How are you guys doing this evening? Today is, for me, the Shabbat. And for those of us who observe this time, um, from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown, we keep the Shabbat. And so um, a lot of people equate that with being Jewish. I equate that with being just of the house of Israel. And so that's who I am, and that's what I do. But so because of that time, I like to talk about things that are positive and um, no negativity, you know. So we think about, you know, um, the things we want in our lives. And this is this podcast, is, it speaks about, you know, relationships and, and uh, marriage and looking out for your mate and um, those things. And we have a tendency... I don't know if it's just the humanness in us to talk about what we don't want and talk about it in very negative and nasty fashion. And instead, you know, we need to speak life into what we do want. You know, I think there's a lot to be said about the energy you give to something. So if you give uh, negativity a bunch of energy, then, you know, usually that's what you bring into your world. But if you give positivity all the energy that you got then that's usually what you reap so (laughs) so let's you know talk about the things that we do want to be in our world and you know from when you talk about your mate your possible mate or your future mate however you want to call it you want to speak about someone who is um, mentally what you need emotionally what you need spiritually what you need how kind what kind of spirit does he carry um you also want to talk about um who he is to you on a sexual level you know um also you want to talk about the aesthetics you know everybody wants someone that they feel attracted to and there's nothing wrong with that you know some people uh, don't have a problem with getting some with someone who's not that aesthetically attractive and they're okay with that because they love that person's personality and eventually love that person so sometimes it's, it doesn't matter but those are the things that you need to think about and what you do want excuse me so in my case I I need a a stable-minded person someone who is emotionally stable and ready for a relationship someone who is um, mentally grounded who isn't flighty and you know um, I mean something to be um what I should say, uh, spontaneous is another thing to be flighty. And and it's funny because I'm telling you this and I'm starting to say negative things I don't want to say. So we want someone, at least I want someone who is mentally strong, you know, and able to deal with me. And um, someone who's spiritually strong, you know, because I, I'm, I'm a keeper of the Torah, I need someone who does that as, as well. And who is Tanakh only. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, when I say Tanakh only, I mean those who keep the Old Testament. I'm not a, a New Testament believer. So those that keep from, from Genesis to Malachi, um, you know, 
someone like that. I need someone who understands where I'm coming from and we can be on the same page. Nobody wants to uh, have someone that is always in contention with them. So that is my ideal, you know, as far as um, how he, how I worship. Also, um, I need someone who is family oriented, who have has that spirit of love towards not only his own parents and if he has children um, and his siblings and, you know, whomever else he considers loved ones, but also towards my family, my mother. I have a mother and a grandmother who is still alive. She's 99. So I need someone who is um, positive in that respect and who is understanding about that, as well as I need someone who's I love my kids, you know, I love my grandkids and, and allow and allow me to love them in return. You know, some people think that, you know, that they are given that they give love and, they, and that they can receive love. Not everybody receives it very well. They, they think that they are they're giving you love, but they don't tend to allow you to love them. They, they shut off or something like that. So, you know, I need someone that's open in their heart that so on top of that you know I need someone who is you know uh, compatible with me uh, in the bedroom so you know being of the age that I am I'm a, a 50 year old woman and I'm very happy to say that you know a lot of people have not reached the age of 50 I will never reach the age of 50 you know years old so I love the fact that I can say that, and I bless the Most High for allowing me to have that. But I also need someone who is willing to learn me sexually and allow me to learn him so that we can, um, you know, fit together, you know, and and enjoy each other. Nobody wants to have a spouse that, you know, you can't enjoy on that level. I mean, to become one, you have to join. You know, so I mean, you can become one in mind, but that physical joining is a big, big plus, <laughs> at least in my book. I don't know about anybody else, but in my book, it's a big plus. On top of that, um, the aesthetics come into it. So I need someone who I find attractive, you know, so it's like, um, I usually I, I go for men who are taller than me. I'm a tall woman, so I'm like five nine, and I usually go for men who are um oh taller than five nine. <laughs> usually now now I have gotten out of my comfort zone um, and allowed myself to date someone who was sh- shorter than I was, and believe me it. At first, I thought I was going to have a bit of an issue with that, but, you know, I got to know him very well, and that part of his aesthetics did not bother me, you know. We were, we'd be out in public together, you know, he's been around my, my kids, and he's met my mother, you know, all these things, and it was never a case where I was like... And, you know, had had my face all turned up because of his height. You know, majority of the time, I forgot about it. You know, I didn't really think about the fact that he was um, shorter than me, which 
for years growing up, you know, because I was the tall girl and everybody kind of makes you feel a little weird about being a tall girl. So you have a tendency to want to uh, deal with someone who is taller than you as, as, a, as a woman, as a, as, a, as a girl, you know. And it took me a long time to grow up out of that. And I did, you know. And I was able to accept someone who did not necessarily fit initially what I thought should be. Now, but I still love a tall man. It's just, it's just the way it is, you know, something about looking up at this joker. (laughs) So, you know, so those aesthetics do come in. So you keep in mind those things that you want, you know, and you speak that you, and you don't speak negative things about the man that are the woman, whichever the case may be that you're wanting to have in your world. You don't do that. Don't speak negativity on that person because they're coming. You just got to be prepared for them, you know, and don't talk about them in a negative fashion. Bring them into your world in a loving embrace of your thoughts, of your actions, of your speech, you know, so always have something good to say about your future spouse and never speak any of the negativity onto them. I mean, we already know what we don't want. We know we don't want to be hurt again. That's the basis of the things that we say about the negative things that we say about people. We don't want to be hurt again. And that's the reason why we tend to harp, harp, I should say, on those things that, that hurt us because we don't want it again, you know. But the thing that we should do is speak positivity, speak life into the person that you know and have to believe is coming at the most high ascending to you. So that that be the positive thought of the day. You know, just to let all the negativity go. Let it go. You know, it doesn't help you. It doesn't make you smile. It doesn't make you feel good. It doesn't do any of the things that you need to live your life other than make you sad. So, positivity is the thing. All right? Now, this is a short one. You know, we just, we strolled down Leslie Street a little bit. Just trying to see how this is going to go about this positive thought. And, you know, please tune in. You know, if you're, if you catch my, my podcast, it's also called Wisdom Petals on Spotify. So listen for that. Um, And I hope to speak to you later with more thoughts on positive actions and wisdom. Okay. All right. Shabbat Shalom to you guys. Thank you for listening, man. Bye. Hi, this is Leslie, and this is Trippin' Down Leslie Street. 
How are you guys doing this evening? Today is, for me, the Shabbat. And for those of us who observe this time, um, from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown, we keep the Shabbat. And so um, a lot of people equate that with being Jewish. I equate that with being just of the house of Israel. And so that's who I am. And that's what I do. But so because of that time, I like to talk about things that are positive and um, no negativity, you know. So we think about, you know, um, the things we want in our lives. And this is this podcast is it speaks about, you know, relationships and and uh, marriage and looking out for your mate and um, those things. And we have a tendency, I don't know if it's just the humanness in us to talk about what we don't want and talk about it in very negative and nasty fashion. And instead, you know, we need to speak life into what we do want. You know, I think there's a lot to be said about the energy you give to something. So if you give uh, negativity a bunch of energy, then, you know, usually that's what you bring into your world. But if you give positivity all the energy that you got then that's usually what you reap so (laughs) so let's you know talk about the things that we do want to be in our world and you know from when you talk about your mate your possible mate or your future mate however you want to call it you want to speak about someone who is uh, mentally what you need emotionally what you need spiritually what you need how kind what kind of spirit does he carry um you also want to talk about um who he is to you on a sexual level you know um also you want to talk about the aesthetics you know everybody wants someone that they feel attracted to and there's nothing wrong with that you know some people uh, don't have a problem with getting some with someone who's not that aesthetically attractive and they're okay with that because they love that person's personality and eventually love that person so sometimes it's, it doesn't matter but those are the things that you need to think about and what you do want <clears throat> excuse me so in my case I, I need a, a stable-minded person someone who is emotionally stable and ready for a relationship someone who is um, mentally grounded who isn't flighty and you know um, I mean something to be um what I should say, uh, spontaneous is another thing to be flighty. And and it's funny because I'm telling you this, and I'm starting to say negative things I don't want to say. So we want someone, at least I want someone who is mentally strong, you know, and able to deal with me and um, someone who's spiritually strong, you know, because I, I'm, I'm a keeper of the Torah, I need someone who does that as, as well and who is Tanakh only. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, when I say Tanakh only, I mean those who keep the Old Testament. I'm not a, a New Testament believer. So those that keep from from Genesis to Malachi, um, you know, someone like that. I need someone who, 
understands where I'm coming from and we can be on the same page. Nobody wants to um, have someone that is always in contention with them. So that is my ideal, you know, as far as um, how he, how I worship. Also, um, I need someone who is family oriented, who have has that spirit of love towards not only his own parents and if he has children um, and his siblings and you know whomever else he considers loved ones but also towards my family my mother I have a mother and a grandmother who is still alive she's 99 so I need someone who is um, positive in that respect and who is understanding about that as well as I need someone who's I love my kids, you know, love my grandkids and, and allow, and allow me to love them in return. You know, some people think that, you know, that they are given, that they give love and they, and that they can receive love. Not everybody receives it very well. They, they think that they are, they're giving you love, but they don't tend to allow you to love them. They're, they shut off or something like that. So, you know, I need someone that's open in their heart. For that so on top of that you know I need someone who is you know uh, compatible with me uh, in the bedroom so you know being of the age that I am I'm a, a 50 year old woman and I'm very happy to say that you know a lot of people have not reached the age of 50 I would never reach the age of 50 you know years old so I love the fact that I can say that, and I bless the Most High for allowing me to have that. But I also need someone who is willing to learn me sexually and allow me to learn him so that we can, um, you know, fit together, you know, and and enjoy each other. Nobody wants to have a spouse that, you know, you can't enjoy on that level. I mean, to become one, you have to join. You know, so I mean, you can become one in mind, but that physical joining is a big, big plus, <laughs> at least in my book. I don't know about anybody else, but in my book, it's a big plus. On top of that, um, the aesthetics come into it. So I need someone who I find attractive, you know, so it's like, um, I usually I, I go for men who are taller than me. I'm a tall woman, so I'm like five nine, and I usually go for men who are um oh taller than five nine. <laughs> usually now now I have gotten out of my comfort zone um, and allowed myself to date someone who was shorter than I was, and believe me it. At first, I thought I was going to have a bit of an issue with that, but, you know, I got to know him very well, and that part of his aesthetics did not bother me, you know. We were, we'd be out in public together, you know, he's been around my my kids, and he's met my mother, you know, all these things, and it was never a case where I was like... And, you know, had had my face all turned up because of his height. You know, majority of the time, I forgot about it. You know, I didn't really think about the fact that he was um, shorter than me, which 
for years growing up, you know, because I was the tall girl and everybody kind of makes you feel a little weird about being a tall girl. So you have a tendency to want to uh, deal with someone who is taller than you as, as, a, as a woman, as a, as, a, as a girl, you know. And it took me a long time to grow up out of that. And I did, you know. And I was able to accept someone who did not necessarily fit initially what I thought should be. Now, but I still love a tall man. It's just, it's just the way it is, you know, something about looking up at this joker. (laughs) So, you know, so those aesthetics do come in. So you keep in mind those things that you want, you know, and you speak that you, and you don't speak negative things about the man that or the woman, whichever the case may be, that you're wanting to have in your world. You don't do that. Don't speak negativity on that person because they're coming. You just got to be prepared for them, you know, and don't talk about them in a negative fashion. Bring them into your world in a loving embrace of your thoughts, of your actions, of your speech, you know, so always have something good to say about your future spouse and never speak any of the negativity onto them. I mean, we already know what we don't want. We know we don't want to be hurt again. That's the basis of the things that we say about the negative things that we say about people. We don't want to be hurt again. And that's the reason why we tend to harper harp I should say on those things that that hurt us because we don't want it again you know but the thing that we should do is speak positivity speak life into the person that you know you have to believe is coming at the most high ascending to you so that that be the positive thought of the day you know, just to let all the negativity go. Let it go. You know, it doesn't help you. It doesn't make you smile. It doesn't make you feel good. It doesn't do any of the things that you need to live your life other than make you sad. So, positivity is the thing. All right? Now, this is a short one. You know, we just, we strolled down Leslie Street a little bit, just trying to see how this is going to go about this positive thought. And, you know, please tune in. You know, if you're, if you catch my, my podcast, it's also called Wisdom Petals on Spotify. So listen for that. Um, And I hope to speak to you later with more thoughts on positive actions and wisdom. Okay? All right. Shabbat shalom to you guys. Thank you for listening, man. Bye. Hello. This is Leslie. Welcome to Tripping Down Leslie Street. Uh, we're also called Wisdom Petals. So look for us on, you know, Spotify and 
Google, our radio, wherever you can look those kind of things up. We're in a lot of different places. Um, I um, I have a subject today that is um, a lot of times a very sore subject for us ladies, and it's why men cheat. Before I go off into that subject, though, I want to say that I was off a little. I had to take off. I was trying to record this a couple days ago, and I ended up in the hospital. So I had some stress issues, and it um, really took its toll. And so I spent, uh, I don't know, a couple days there and came home last night. I, you know, I feel better, but I'm taking some time off. Um, my doctor didn't release me, that is, until <laughs> he's not releasing me to go back to work for a couple of days. So I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm here. And so I figured, take this time out to um this you know to do my podcast and so I'm having me some coffee and sitting here you know um contemplating what I want to exactly say I want to say this though I'm not a guru and I'm not a psychologist so I don't have any of those kind of credentials what I do have is experience I am a 50 year old woman who has lived some life you know um I've dealt with uh a lot of different situations over the years and I've dated and I've been married and divorced. <laughs> so, you know, and a lot of this subject that we're talking about is something that I have uh, dealt with in some way, form or fashion. So in my opinion, with why men cheat, I think that there are um, probably three reasons you know, that men cheat. Well, we beat ourselves up about, you know, why he's out there with someone else. You know, when we're here, ready and available. <laughs> and instead of him taking advantage of the woman he has, he's looking for something new or somebody else entirely, you know, or what have you, you know. But it's not you. That's the problem. That is the problem. So the three reasons I think that men cheat, number one is ego, availability, and they're not settle-minded. And I guess you could say, well, that's that's three different reasons right there. But I think it's all pretty much the same reason. <laughs> I really do. I think it all is the same reason. Because, I mean, if you're cheating and you got a woman at home who loves you, who wants to be with you, and, you know, wants to give you what you need and you're still thinking that you need to go out here and find someone else, then you're not settle-minded. You're not ready to settle down, at least not with her. You're not ready to settle down. Um, if, if, you're, if, you're, if there's a lot of available women who are throwing themselves at you and you're taking advantage of it, you're not settle-minded and your ego is in there. Your ego is in there real big. And if you're egomaniac, all of those other three, other two things apply to you. Availability and not settle-minded. That's all that is. All wrapped up in one. You're just a cheater. You could give a, a darn who's really at home, you know. It may be some woman down the line that will affect you enough to make you think about it. Because if she decides to take her love away from you, you're going to feel it. But... You know, for the most part, this type of man has no business settling down or making a woman think 
he is settling down for with her and for her. Whether that be he got her pregnant and they have kids or, you know, what have you. Whatever the reason may be that he ends up in some kind of a marriage, that is the wrong place for him. And if you have done your homework as a lady, as a woman, and taking your time to get to know that individual, you you know darn well you have no business with him. And that's why I always say, take the time to get to know a person, give it a, a year. Give it four seasons. People say, oh, that's a, that's a long time. People move on. Well, if they're moving on, then good. Bye. Good readings. Good readings. It's a good riddance to bad rubbish. You know what I mean? So allow them to fly on. You know, they're free as a bird. Let them be free. You don't want that. You don't need that. You're going to set yourself up for heartache, tears, questioning yourself as a woman, your ability to keep a man because you're choosing this man, this man whose ego is so large, who is not settle-minded, and any available woman that passes his path, he's sniffing behind her. To me, that is the definition of a dog. Now, let me let me back up a little bit. Not that I said that. Now, that is a dog. But if this man tells you at the beginning, because us women, we are guilty of, of, of not listening. <laughs> we don't listen sometimes real well. If that man tells you at the beginning, baby, I'm not settling down. I don't want a marriage. I don't really want a girlfriend. I like you. I like spending time with you. I want to do this with you and that with you. And you go, okay. And then in your mind go, I'm going to trap him. Whether that be, I'm going to give him the best love that he ever had. Or, you know, I'm going to do something to make his feelings show. I'm going to get him to react to my love. You wasting your time. That to me, that's not a dog. A person that tells you. That's a person who knows himself. And knows who he is. And everybody he comes in contact with. Female. That he wants to have something to do with. He's very upfront with who he is. With her. That is someone I can take my hat off to respect. You know what I'm saying? I can give respect for that. Because he knows who he is. And he's not out to fool nobody. But if you fool yourself. You can't blame nobody but yourself. Okay? Now, the second one is a man who is pissed. Okay? Now, you, he's, he's usually been in a, a relationship or a marriage and he's loving this woman. And this woman has decided to play him however she played him. She did him wrong. And he cheated because he's looking for somebody who's going to treat him like he got some sense. The thing of it is, though, he should have just broke it up. He should have said, look, you didn't did this to me, X, Y, Z, elemental P, whatever it is, and I can't handle it. And I don't want you no more. And walked away. But some people, because they're pissed, they have a, a tendency to want revenge. So instead of doing it the correct way, he decided that he was going to do it this way because he wants to hurt you. 
So if you laying up with his best friend, damn. If you're playing around with your best friend, come on now. If you're doing something you ain't got no business doing, if you get yourself pregnant by somebody else, come on. What's wrong with you? Where is your sense of dignity? You're not a woman, in my opinion. You're a little girl because you're doing stuff that little girls and mature women do. That's not a woman. You damn sure ain't a lady. Okay? Think about it. So, you're doing this stuff and he goes and he cheats on you because he's pissed. Can we say passivity? That's my new word. I made it up. Yes, I did. Let me take a sip of my coffee. Just one moment. Oh, that was so good. Okay. So, he's pissed and that's why he does what he does. But the thing of it is, though, some men don't never quit being pissed. And they take their passivity and they leave the woman that initially started it. But because he hasn't dealt with himself and he hasn't dealt with the women that he chooses, he ends up getting with a woman similar to the one he left. And it keeps perpetuating. And then when he does find a woman who's not like that at all, he's still pissed. And he treats her just like he treated the rest of them. So, like I said, four seasons. If a man is angry, you're going to know it. He's going to talk to you a certain way. He's going to um, basically give you hell. So watch that. Give him time. When you see the passivity wearing his head, because it will. Run. Real fast. You don't need that. Okay. Now, the last one is the one that I think can be overcame. This is the cheating man who is in the sexual closet. He's not homosexual. That's not what I mean. He is in the sexual closet. Meaning he has sexual needs that he's not sharing with you. He doesn't tell you because he knows you don't like it. Or he thinks that you're going to think different about him. You're going to see him as some big old freak. Or your mindset is like, oh, he's nasty. Oh, you know, I, I can't do that. Mm -mm. You're too much of a prude to get down with your man. That's not going to work. You know, so when you are a girlfriend, I think that, you know, are even engaged. I think that's this subject. If you're a serious girlfriend or engaged, I think this subject should become uh, open and on the table. You know, to where he tells you, look, hey, this is what I need. You know, before he asks you to marry him, I think he should come out the closet and tell you exactly who he is sexually. Before you marry, I think you need to come out your closet and tell him exactly who you are sexually. You know, I need this. I need sex so many times a week or, you know, or a day. Some people like that, you know, 
Um, or I need it just once a week, but I need it consistently once a week. You know, um, I like be I like to be spanked. I like to be tied up. You know, <laughs> I like to dominate. You know, I like to tie you up. <laughs> I mean, if that's what you, if that's how you get down. You need to start talking about it. Um, I like uh, fellatio. I like conolingus. You know, I like a lot of it. You know, I like things done a certain type of way. These things need to be explained and talked about. Because not to turn you on and have you all getting all frazzled and good and everything, wanting some like that. But no, this is for future times. If you decide to become spouses, you decide to become married. This is a forever thing. This is not until I get tired. This is not until somebody else come along. This is forever. So if your man is telling you, girl, I need fellatio. I need it on a constant basis. I don't need you to be all upset about it. Then that's something you need to sit back and consider. Can I do that? Do I really want to be like that? Can I hang with that? Is he going to get on my damn nerves with this? That's what you need to be asking yourself. (laughs) You know, and tell him what you need. And if he can't handle that, then you need to be considering that too. You know, if it's something you can't handle, be upfront. No, baby, I can't handle that. That's just too much for me. I don't, you know, it's not that I see you as some big old freak. It's just I can't handle it. it I can't stomach it. Something. My body is not going to handle that very well. Be upfront. And I know you, you care about this person. And you love this person. But you got to be real about who you are. Period. Because you want to be happy. And a lot of men cheat because women don't want or can't do what they need them to do. So they go find Susie down the street who will break it out for them. With a smile. It's Burger King. Have it your way. But if you're the wife, you should be the one breaking it off with a smile. Because believe me, even if you say, yeah, I can do this. And you come in there with your nose all snarled up and don't want to touch. What's wrong with you? Why the fuck did you marry this man? Excuse my language, but that's what I mean. What was the point? You should have told him no at the beginning. Especially if you had this, this conversation. Now, if you're already married. And your husband is cheating. That's so cold. That's wrong. He should have brought it to you. But since he didn't. And if you want your marriage. You need to sit him down. Okay. And be just as calm. As you can be. Believe me. I know that is not a calm feeling. To know your man is cheating. I'm not crazy. But if you decide to hang on to your marriage, then be calm and say, look, I know what's happening. I want to know why. I know. Are you cheating because you just want to? Because you married yourself a 
an unsettled minded man who thinks that any available woman he goes by wants him because his ego so motherfucking big. Or you're dealing with a man who's pissed at the world and at women. Mm. Or are you in the closet about who you are? You know, and hopefully he's in the closet. It's just his sexual sexuality is in the closet where women are concerned. Now nah, he's homosexual. Hopefully that's not it. So I'm not even going into that subject. So, <laughs> so hopefully that's not your issue. But if he's in there because he is needing something specific, get him to open up to you. And tell him, look, if it's sex, let me know what it is. Let me know if it's, I'm not getting down right. I'm not doing what you need. Let me know what it is you need. Let me see what I, if I can hang with you. At least open the door. Swing that bitch wide open. I'm being a little graphic here. A little bit more vocal. A um, little bit more... Um, with the sailor speech, I should say. So I do apologize if I'm offending anyone. But I'm, my point is, I need you to understand. This is serious. You're wanting to save your marriage. And I don't care how religious you think you are. Sexuality is a big deal with men. And if they're not able to express it with you, they're going to go find someone to express it with. And that's just a truth. So, ladies, I would say, open yourself up. Talk to your man. If he's not your husband yet, get that on the table. If he is your husband, find out what's going on with him. If he hasn't cheated yet, talk to him anyway. Because you never know if he ain't contemplating it. And that's not the reason. If that is the reason, you want to get that now. Men, if you're listening, and you know that you got a wife that you don't think understands you in that way. It's time for you to clue her in to who you are. If you got a girlfriend and you know you like you like to get down to your girlfriend, it's like, I don't know. You need to let her know how serious this is for you. Because you can love a person. You can dedicate your life to being with that person for the rest of your life. But if you're not satisfied with some aspect of your marriage. Some things you can just live with. And some things you will go find somebody else to satisfy. And those things end up being why a lot of our marriages fall apart. Finances and sex. Finances and sex, you guys. Okay? That's what happens in this world. If your money ain't right, people fall apart. <laughs> If your sex ain't right, people fall apart. Love each other enough to get those things together. Love your husband enough to go there with him. Love your wife enough to tell her what you need. And hear what she needs. It's just a communication thing, guys. It's, it's, the, it's the key to it all, you know. As I say, communication, rule the nation. Yeah, take the time out to talk and be real. Talk about all kinds of subjects. Let that sub, let that that communication or conversation run the, the gamut, you know. 
I mean, I, I used to say I have conversations and we go down bunny trails because we went everywhere. We would talk about everything, you know, and the sex, sexuality came up. We discussed that, you know, those things should not be thrown under, the, you know, under the table or under the rug or something. I think that's a very Christian mindset and I think it's a very erroneous one. Very erroneous. We are all sexual beings. Let's just be upfront with each other about who we are. Okay. So, with that all being said, I'm hoping you guys got something from it. You know, like I said at the beginning, I'm not a guru. I'm not a psychologist, but I have had experiences. And I've had people teach me things, you know, help me to understand things. And um, and I'm very open to hearing people's point of views. Whether or not I accept it or not, that is... <laughs> Strictly up to me, like it is up to you to accept what you're hearing today, okay? But I only say it out of the need to help. So if anyone is listening, I hope this did help, okay? And thank you for tripping with me down Leslie Street. Listen for me on Spotify and Google and all these other places for wisdom pedals, all right? You guys have a good day. Shalom.